Welcome back to Adolescence After Alderaan. I'm Caroline Guthrie. And I'm Meg Fariello. We are a podcast dedicated to retracing our youthful journeys through the Star Wars Expanded Universe, one book at a time, mm-hmm. seeing where they go, following where they lead. This week, oh boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> they let us, what's this book called? <laughs> it's called Shield of Lies? Which this I don't know book, what that means. Or it, what it led us to Shield of Lies. Um, <laughs> what it references at all. I, I I do not know. I had a better idea of what the last book, whose title I also forgot. Um, oh, Before I, the Storm. I, I kind of got Before the Storm. Well, you could name any trilogy, first book of any trilogy. Before. before the storm. Something's right. going to happen. But to right. me, th- that implies that the storm should have like been arriving. Yes. In this book. I would think that the conflict would have been, like, off the ground. Like, there would be a storm. And I Right, and we were in the storm. Yeah, like, (laughs) we were before the storm, this should be during the storm, and perhaps after the storm could conclude the trilogy. Right, Um, right. But- here, and that's how like storm-based plot works. You know, if you're if there's a hurricane coming, there's some excitement before it comes. Right, there's the exactly. actual event, and then there's the cleanup. But like, I am I'm minus a storm. There is no storm. There's barely a sprinkle. Yeah, like <laughs> it's just not much going on until the very end. And by then, I was paying such little attention that I had to go back and be like, "Wait, what happened? Huh? Yeah. When? What are you yeah. saying?" He was just here. This is a trend of the last few books, but my idea of what the plot quotes of this is, is very... It's hazy. Hazy. (laughs) I'm hazy. And I'm hazier. I mean, I don't think it matters. I read most of this longer ago than usual for us. We had to reschedule a few times because both of us had rich, fulfilling lives that we're leading. But but I, I still don't think I would be... Much stronger. No, so I read most of it today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so structurally, this book is very different than yeah. anything we've read. So I feel like Not we can talk in a great way. <laughs> yeah. Maybe try to break it down and then talk about okay our, our feelings about the structure of this. Okay. Well, it is book. for breaking it down purposes conveniently sectioned. It doesn't do the typical Star Wars. Uh, perspective jumping we have the first third of the book is only lando's perspective the second third only luke's perspective and the final third only leia's perspective yeah well sort of the perspectives are a little oh yeah within those perspectives you get other characters so sometimes in lando's section you get lobot's perspective sometimes in luke's section you get some lady's perspective, and sometimes <laughs> in Leia's section, you get Akbar or Han's perspective, Han, yeah, or the or the villain guy too. I feel like you get his. Oh yeah, so I guess it's not perspective based, just plot based. There's it's a plot. Lando story, like, a Luke story, and a Leia story. Or clumsily plot, yeah, based. And these yeah. three stories do not intersect at all. They don't intersect, and as I was reading Luke's section which is the middle one it's also like nobody's really thinking about what's happening in any of the other 
Right. Section. Yeah, Leia's not wondering what's going on with Lando. Lando's yeah. not missing the good old days with Luke. Like, there's no... No, there's no, like, oh, I wonder what those people are up to. Yeah, so... Or barely even, t- like, Luke once in a while brings up Leia just thinking about, like, his family stuff, but he's not even, like... I miss my sister, or, like, I hope everything's okay. Like, not even yeah, speaking about I, them, I think really. at one point he hears, like, on the news, like, oh, Leia's approval rating is down. Yeah. Maybe. But he doesn't follow that doesn't thought. doesn't affect him at all. <laughs> anywhere. Um, so, yeah, okay, so we'll talk a little bit about why we take issue with yeah. that, since we do. But, uh, okay, so Lando's story. Lando wakes up on a mysterious ship mm-hmm. that... Quella or Quella, yeah. It's a Quella ship. Quella ship. You know, I gotta be honest. I don't know what that is. I don't know how he got there. I'm gonna assume it's a weapon just because that's what we're dealing with. There's a lot of weapon things. Lobot and so it's Lando 3PO are there too. Lobot R2 and 3PO, and they wake up in this ship. And it's very mysterious how the ship works. It seems mm-hmm. like whoever's on the ship is trying to kill them, but not super hard. Right. Um, right. Just like sometimes an airlock will randomly open or something like yeah. that. And so initially they're trapped in one spot and then they get out of that and then they're walking, and then it turns out that even though they're never aware of turning, the ship is just, like, yeah, putting them like in loops, spinning, yeah. and there's nowhere for them to go, and Lobot and Lando are drinking their own pee and stuff, and yeah. it's all weird and gross. Very weird. <laughs> um, and then yeah. Lando realizes... Oh, it's not like a manufactured ship. It's like a living entity. Yeah. And that's why it's responding to us the way that it is because it's like a living being. With that information, to be honest, I don't know how the section ends. We are reaching the limit of my knowledge on the land. I mean, that's section. more than I got, I would say. <laughs> yeah. They're just like wandering around. Okay. And during this time, uh, people are saying, like, oh, we should probably go looking for Lando, right? And the people who are in charge of yeah, right. whether or not to allocate funds for that are like, absolutely not. Absolutely not, yeah. Um, we're definitely not no, going we're to not look for Lando. Yeah. They're like, bring the ships home. We have important things to do that matters. Yeah. We are not going to look for this guy yeah. Yeah. for a second. <laughs> so <laughs> there's maybe like two little rinky-dink ships that are out looking for them, but not... Right, not super hard. Not much. And uh, I don't know yeah. what happens to them. Yeah, I don't... Maybe they're still on the ship at the I think end. They're still on the ship. Yeah, yeah. I think they're just still on that ship. So I've got yeah. the guy being told, "Stop looking for them. Forget them. They're no help." And then, oh, they're trying to jump into hyperspace. Or they think maybe the ship's trying to jump into hyperspace, or it's yeah. not. But like we don't get a we don't get closure on what's going on with Lando. No, we don't get closure on anything. They're still in that ship in this book. We, 
We don't know if anyone's going to find them. No one's people yeah. are being told not to look for them anymore. Okay. Luke is bebopping around with this lady who says that she knew his mom. Yeah. And, and they were part of some kind of group of like hippie Jedi yeah, people. Like force hippies. Yeah. They wouldn't call it the force, but they're like force hippies. Yeah. And she's like the lost child of the force hippies. And trying to find her way back to her people. Yeah, so they're, like, on this planet, and they keep asking people, like, oh, did you know this person right. lived here this many years ago? They're just, like, literally walking around asking people. <laughs> they're waiting in line for things. They're, they're like, waiting in line they so in line much. So much. They get, like, numbers, <laughs> like, at a deli. Like, they <laughs> to, like, wait in line for things. And they don't have anything useful to talk about while they wait in line. No, they keep, like, sort of talking about the Force, and Luke's, like, the worst. Oh, gosh. He is insufferable. Yeah, so eventually she gets this, she she tells him, I heard the signs are telling me we need to go, they went to this one planet next. Right. And Luke is like, I got their ship's license plate number, and I typed it into the computer, and it's over here. Why don't we just go to where their ship is? And she's like, no, definitely not. We have to go to this other right. place. And he says, but I really want to do this thing that makes way more sense. And she's like, you can do this thing that makes way more sense right. to hell, because we're not doing it. Right. And uh, so they go to the planet she wants to go to. And she's like, okay, you stay here at the ship, or don't. I could give a flying F what happens right. to you. <laughs> I'm going As to go. Could. <laughs> I'm going to go look for my people by myself. So she wanders off. Luke has some bananas uh, tourist trap places that he goes to that we're going to have to talk we're about. We're breakdown. <laughs> but he's just killing time. And then it turns out that she 100% lied to him. They're mm. not on that planet to find their shared people. She went there to find her biological father, who was just like a human dude who ditched her mom forever ago. Right. And she shows up and she's like, I'm your daughter. And he's like, maybe, but I'm addicted to space heroin slash molly slash space cocaine slash whatever it is and uh it destroys your memory i can't remember anything more than a year in the past so i don't remember your mom i don't remember you you're you're welcome to stay i probably won't try to sleep with you if you keep reminding me that i'm you're my daughter but like i got nothing (laughs) and uh she's like well no thanks i'll leave so then she and luke leave Mm -hmm. and go stand in line somewhere else? I don't know. I think they go stand in line and wait. They're still trying to find... They're going to go somewhere else, but, like, they haven't found... No, they didn't. ...what they're looking for. They just queued up for a hundred pages. <laughs> yeah, no, they just they just stood in line. Um, yeah, I didn't... I don't think that there's an answer there. I don't think they nope, did Nope, they don't anything. do nothing. Nothing happens. I mean, maybe they just, like, they left that planet, they were gonna go somewhere else, but, like, I don't know. Yeah, but there's, like, no resolution or... Yeah, there's not a resolution to that plot line either. Yeah, yeah I'm, like, flipping back through, but he's just looking around, googling things. We get a lot of Luke googling. Yeah, a lot of Luke googling on computer. Random search terms, and he, like, figures out that she lied to him and has all this data pulled up, and she's like, oh, did you finally figure out that I lied to you and pull up some data? So, like, here we go. Um. So yeah, 
That's, yeah. yeah. The end of that. Yeah, she just, like, goes and cries in her bed about her dad not knowing who she is, and that's the end of yeah. their story for this book. And so and Leia, we get to Leia. She's on vacation. She's on vacation slash self-imposed exile? exile? Like, yeah. So apparently Cor- Coruscant has beaches. Sure, why not? They've got polar ice caps for skiing. That is true. <laughs> oh yeah, remember when they took Kip Duran skiing? Skiing <laughs> and Tauntaun riding? <laughs> those were the good old days. Those were the good old days. I miss those days. <laughs> oh. The good old days when our biggest complaints were like, why did someone bother to bring Tauntauns to Coruscant? That makes no <laughs> yeah. sense. Little did we know how much sense that would make. We're sorry. Yeah, we're, we we're apologize. S- we're sorry. We didn't know. That's like that <laughs> quote from The Crown, like, that's the thing with unhappiness. It only takes something worse to make First you realize thing, right. it was actually happiness, happiness all along. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's our journey through the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Like, oh, we thought we were unhappy, but actually we were really happy. Happy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so at the end of the last book, Leia had some sort of massive political snafu that yeah. led to the genocide of millions. It's not that she did it, but she let it happen because she was like, Nilspar is my best friend. He would never yeah. kill everybody. And everyone was um, like, he's the villain of the book. Come on. <laughs> she's, she's like, like no. Yeah. She's like, you just don't believe me that he's my best friend because I'm a woman. Yeah. And, uh. Welp. <laughs> so anyway, they were, everyone's like, Leia, everything went terribly wrong. We need your leadership desperately. And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Left. Goes on vacation. With Han um, and the twins, and I guess Anakin's there. <laughs> Maybe they let Anakin go. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> With their parenting of Anakin, nothing is guaranteed. No. So she decides to sort of like reemerge from political exile, yeah, and take the reins of statesmanship again. So she approves all these emergency petitions from planets that are currently being attacked by the bad guys being like, we'd really like to join the New Republic and not be all murdered. And she's like, okay, I'll do that. Very controversial move. People are unhappy. Um, And in the meantime, Admiral Akbar like adopts a guy. Uh, I'm not sure. That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Was it investing too hard in it? No. No. Uh, But uh, so... I mean, but it is basically just five chapters of Leia being like, we should do something, but bureaucracy sure is a headache to manage. Yeah, it's a lot of back and forth. Just like, oh, well, we could do this, but this senator does this thing, and this senator feels this way, and this senator's a Bith, and you know how Biths are. And right, right, it's yeah. Just like, well, it's mostly that. Very frustrating. And then, then, at the end... <laughs> They decide to make Han a Commodore, which I was confused about. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Han becomes a Commodore, and he's going to be in charge of... Okay, so they, like, issue an ultimatum and are like, hey, you bad guys, stop murdering people and give back the planets you murdered everyone on, Mm -hmm. and we we won't do anything. And the bad guys say, like, well, how about we kill all your pilots and take your Commodore prisoner? Right. Um, and, like, I seriously, it went so fast from the point, yeah. where, the page where they're like, Han, you're the Commodore, the Commodore, to, like, Han, you've been taken prisoner. No, that no, I was no. like, did he leave? Yeah. Did they yeah, come no, to I, course I, I have to also go back and be like, what Did happened? they come and snatch him out of that conference room? Like, yeah. he was captured instantly. Instantly, yeah. <laughs> he is captured. 
No, it was like a it was like a cartoon joke smash yeah. cut of one <laughs> <laughs> in jail. <laughs> and then yeah, Neil Spars, the villain, is like, ha ha ha. Like this I've captured is Leia's, you. Leia's weakness. You're her husband. Leia's so weak and stupid. Why is she? And then Han's like, Leia's the strongest person I know. Right, yeah, you have no idea. You don't know what you've done. And then somebody, the end of Leia's story is like, a guy coming to be like, we think maybe you should step down as chief of state because your husband's been taken captive by the enemy. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I'm guessing she probably won't do, but is actually a pretty reasonable thing to do. Yeah, yeah. That's what they did in the West Wing when Zoe Bartlett got kidnapped. John Goodman got to be president for a few episodes. It was like a solid arc. And uh, <laughs> we don't have time for an arc. We gotta get this book done. <laughs> Can we just? If you want to smash cut Han getting kidnapped to just save time? Like that just seems like a weird thing. Like I don't don't think they described Han getting no, kidnapped. No, how did Han get kidnapped? Yeah, I have no I have idea. No idea. But he's just now now they got him. Yeah. So okay, so we often say that the perspective jumping uh, structure of Star Wars where multiple plot lines are intertwined yeah. doesn't really work, and yet this works less. Less. Yeah. Okay. That's a great question. I think because it's it's not exactly not doing that. That's true. Double negative. It's it's not (laughs) because you are still perspective jumping within the stories. It's less so than like Thrawn or whatever, where you're like back and forth. Yeah, I mean Jedi Academy and other Kevin J. Anderson, it's by chapter. It's by chapter, yeah. Although some of them aren't by chapter. Some of them are, like, within... These chapters are super long. Yeah. Yeah, these chapters are long. But, but so it's not exactly that we're not perspective jumping. I think why it doesn't work is because the book is so boring. That is a big problem. That you're stuck in a plot, especially Lando's in the beginning, and Leia's, which is two-thirds of the book. <laughs> you're you're stuck in an, a plot that is confusing. There are so many names of people, and that you have no These idea who they are. Names. It's it's not world building. It's like world collapse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like for me, the biggest problem is like if you're going to structure a novel this way where it's like we have this person's story this person's story and this person's story by the end they need to tell me something about each other that i couldn't have by reading one alone they need to be in conversation with each other like even if they're not going to directly connect which is thematically or you know something there needs to be like some reverberations i mean but I feel like they should at least brush against each other. You know, I mean, at the I very read, least, yeah. I read a very, very good book called "All the Light We Cannot See," which has two different storylines that are right. go through it. And I don't think those two characters directly meet, or if they do, it's only like incredibly fleetingly. But their stories echo through each other in a yeah. way that really works right, right. like, like there i can't that one lived else. their life has this sort of like butterfly flapping their wings effect on someone else living right, their life right and right and i think like obviously there are books written 
in a similar style that work very well. It's not yeah. that you can't have a book structure like this. It's just that you can't. But you it's can. all, in the it's Star risky. Wars universe. It is risky, and like the Star Wars expanded universe is not risk taking is <laughs> not the way to go. We've seldom been rewarded by risky choices in the yeah. Star Wars expanded universe. I mean, and universe. you think about because we always go back to this, right? But Tales from Jabba's Palace, which, like, I yeah. think, like, in a much more like short story style right is doing that right you're jumping into these different stories but they're all connected in some way right either they're all by taking place in the same location thematically there are similarities characters sort of move between each of those stories you could read one by itself and not read any any of the others it doesn't For really sure. matter you could read them out of order but like they are doing something here like there's no reason for I felt any like of everything this. in this book was killing time. It is all killing time. Like this book is only killing time. So like the land, like Lando's thing is like an unresolved. It's like an unresolved episode of Doctor Who, right? Like yes. we're on a ship. Yes. We don't know where we are. We don't know what's going on. We're a small group of people. We're getting to know each other. We challenge each other. We grow together. Oh my gosh, we thought we had one thing going on. It's actually alive. Like. Totally a Doctor Who thing. Yeah, but like the, by the 15, 20 minute mark of a Doctor Who episode, we've had a turn, right? Something yeah, exactly. Happens. It's like it's <laughs> Doctor Who, but just a really long, yeah, really inflated second act of Doctor Who, right? right. There's no setup. There's no, how are we here? What's going on? What's, why, why are we doing it? And there's no conclusion. Right. There's just a really long middle that takes way way too long and these things take so long that they get padded with bananas conversations between yeah. characters lobot like, and 3po have conversations about droid stuff that uh, is exactly what i was thinking of yeah that's, <laughs> that's the only thing that really stuck out i was just like that what what is this? I have it highlighted. Okay. <laughs> Let me look for it. Because I was just like, why is this here? I think that is what I said. I was just like, why is this, is this here? here? Um, so, 3PO says to Lobot, he's just like, hey, uh, I was wondering if you could tell me, do droids meet the conditions for uh, sentience or something like that. Like, yeah. am I sentient? And oh, the te- yeah, am I sentient like you, or simply another work of great ingenuity like this ship? Which I thought the ship was alive, but maybe it's not. It's very convenient. Uh, yep. Taken aback, Lobot looked away from the droid's waiting face as he groped for an answer. Ah, three PO. You know, most droids are built to have self-aware artificial intelligence, especially third-degree droids like yourself. But that must be something different than sentient, three PO said. Otherwise, the Senate of the New Republic would not consist solely of organics served by droids. It is different, Lobot said, as gently as he could. That goes on for yeah. four pages. Yeah. Like the question of whether or not three PO is, is sentient. Yeah. Yeah. Goes I- on so long. Also. What is Lobot? <laughs> yeah, that I don't. We don't know. I mean, I think we're meant to think from just from Empire Strikes Back is that he's like part machine. Yeah, but he's very little. Like, but he could just be a dude wearing headphones. 
He could just be wearing headphones. <laughs> like, why is he a machine? I mean, like, the way they're describing, he's like... He's like, um... Like, RoboCop or something. Like, he used yeah. to be a person, and now he's, he's so... I used to so know. I feel machine. Like I used to know what Lobo was. <laughs> but, I mean, he's definitely not just, like, a normal person, but does Lobot have rights? <laughs> like, what's, what's also, going like, where on has Lobot been? Yeah, what is, okay. Like, so, is, is he hang out with Lando all the time? Because we don't see him all the time in the books. Yeah, he's, and I don't know if I've ever seen Lobot, like, I don't know if I knew Lobot could speak. I, I would have assumed it, but he doesn't. He does I don't think he speaks in Empire Strikes Back. Doesn't speak in the movies. I mean, he's not even in Return of the Jedi, like. No, yeah, he's just on Cloud City. But in this, he's just, like, hanging out with Lando, like, they're, like, Biffles. This Lobot yeah. was a human male who served as chief administrator, aide to chief administrator, his brain was connected to the city's central computer, which allowed him to communicate directly with the city's computer network. I do not say why. Yeah, that that seems weird. Why can't he yeah. just get, like, an iPad or something? <laughs> <laughs> Lo- oh, there we go. Lobot was the son of a slaver who... Tra- I'm on Wikipedia now because uh-huh. I have questions that need to be answered. Yeah. <laughs> At the age of 15, his father was killed when their ship was boarded by pirates. He served as the pirate slave for for two years before he escaped to Cloud City. Young Lobot was arrested for stealing and convicted for the crime. Uh, Seeing potential in the young vagabond, the administrator at the time sentenced Lobot to 15 years of involuntary service to the Cloud City uh, community and for him to undergo cyborg augmentation. Wow. City Cloud City Techs shaved Lobot's head, oh. drilled holes in his skull, and fitted him with a biotech cyborg headband. Lobot indentured himself to the city by becoming the first cyborg computer liaison officer in its history. So that's a nightmare. So that was a punishment? That was a punishment for stealing, and that was supposed to be like the mild punishment. Like, well, we could send you to prison, but, okay. but instead... We're going to fall down a hole. <laughs> Let's but, follow it. <laughs> but Cloud City is not like a thing anymore, right? This was before. No, I know. But like if his like transformation into this part robot was to commune with the city. Yeah. I think like, he could commune with other. Other computers. Okay. Computers that, as I well. feel like if I, if the punishment was like you, you have to have this hardware installed and you have to communicate with the city and then the city's like gone yeah i'd be like <laughs> like what do you even do yeah let's get this yeah. thing out of, out of my head lobot's new cybernetic implants increases intelligence dramatically Lo- in many ways lobot was cloud city <gasps> yeah the only negative si- story the only negative side effect was that his speech center de- centers deteriorated under the neural pathways to his brain. While he retained the ability to speak, his speech was reduced to minimal infrequent sentences. Oh. Well, that didn't his carry loss of humanity. <laughs> his loss of humanity seems strange only to those who did not know him. Okay, so Lobot. We learn now about Lobot from Wikipedia. Thanks, Wikipedia. Right. Yeah. This was an abused child. Right. Who was ran kidnapped away. and enslaved. Right. 
Right. So I think he was enslaved at age 15. So at the age of 17, he escapes slavery. He's homeless and alone on Cloud City. He Jean Valjean's it to survive. And their response to this homeless, abused child child. is to be like, we're going to either send you to prison for the rest of your life. life. Yeah. Or we will shave you, drill into your skull, and, like, sap away your humanity so that you are a convenient uh, tech aid for What were they going to do if they didn't find, like, an orphan child on the street? <laughs> what was their like, plan B? <laughs> I think they were probably just, like, they kept, they kept posting, like, want ads on craigslist <laughs> great job opportunity <laughs> and like, and like no one was going for it yeah because <laughs> they're like well the pay is like you know 16 bucks an hour and, <laughs> yeah. you know really great benefits benefit lots of bennies like full health coverage yeah and- like you know it's gonna be great you have like we have an apartment for you yeah but- <laughs> very reasonable hours <laughs> are gonna need to shave your head and and cybernetically augment you yeah we're gonna need you to keep that dome chrome like i mean that's like we're gonna cover the cost of that but (laughs) (laughs) so i just feel like lobot's a nightmare lobot's a nightmare i i sort of now make the assumption that like when lando made it to Cloud City, bought Clouds, whatever however he, he gets his position on Cloud City, that like Lando, as we know from other books, has like a pretty interesting affinity for, for droids and 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 you know spaceships. He gets along really spaceships and like technology and, and even in the solo a Star Wars story, like that carries through into yeah. that. So, you know, maybe once Lando comes he treats Lobot extremely well and Lobot sort of pulls a Chewbacca in the, like, you know, I am, you know, your guy, yeah. or, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, and it, and for clarity, it was not Lando who who did this. No, to right, this no, was this was well before, before Lando, Lando But I'm saying, up. like, it seems like what must have happened is that Lando comes in at some point, and, and Lobot's life gets a little yeah. bit better. A little better, yeah. I mean, it's very just... Yeah, that is a nightmare. Is, it is real dark. Um, but even in this book, again, I feel like this person, this author did never saw Star Wars or read no. a Star Wars book. Um, but they specifically talk about Lando not liking droids and not liking droids right, having personality. Very. It's just like, you've never met Lando Calrissian. You don't right. know Lando like I do. <laughs> Lando. Yeah. Loves I mean, of, any, of everything, right? Like we said, like that is the one trait of Lando that seems. Yeah. Like pretty Very consistent, consistent from he likes capes and droids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he loves his capes. He loves his great closet full of amazing clothes, and he yeah. loves droids. Yeah, yeah, let's see what what else is there. Um, well, can we talk about the Jabba the Hut themed bar? Yeah, oh God, yeah, burying the lead here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry for all that droid talk. Yeah, the real. Okay, so the real the the real thing to discuss in this, this book. This is the only thing I've been excited. Let's <laughs> discuss it. Okay, so when they're on this random planet, yeah. where that girl's dad who doesn't remember her turns right. out to be, 
she tells Luke, just amuse yourself. You can hang out at the ship. You can wander around. I'll meet yeah, you back at the ship one day. That's a hard ask of Luke. He, he, maybe. He's not easily amused. <laughs> <laughs> and so Luke is wearing his, like, forced disguise, which I think means he looks like an older lady. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, he puts on, like, a mask. Like Yeah, he looks like Lee Stone or whatever. Her yeah, yeah, name. yeah. So he's wandering the city, right? So first he goes to like a bookstore to look for a book about the Jedi and he's yeah. just seeing what lead, where where it takes him. And he wanders by like it's sort of like uh a, like a like medieval times or, yeah, or like Mars Mars 2120 I was thinking. <laughs> you ever go to that in New York City? There's like a it's not there anymore. Like a Mars restaurant. Um or the Jekyll No, I did go to Jekyll. I did go to Jekyll and Hyde. Hyde. I mean, even like safe house, uh, like it's a theme. Yeah, bar. It's yeah. just like a really theme, but it, it's. I feel like it's more aggressively, like yeah, like there's like a show going, like safe house, which we go to every year in Milwaukee, and it's like yeah. a wonderful, wonderful place to be. Um, is a restaurant bar that's themed after espionage. So there's all these like, well, yeah, like movie spies. memorabilia and actual artifacts on the walls, and there's little games you can play on the menu, and there's a secret door to get in, and there's all kinds of spy stuff. But you're just like a person eating at a restaurant, right? There's not yes. a yeah. There's not I a guess more complicated right. I guess it thing is more more going medieval. On. But here, there's like a floor time. show happening. People are dressed up as Jabba. They're like encouraging you to see yourself as like a character. I think they say there's going to be like a dinner theater aspect to it, where yeah. like people in the audience are assigned. So anyway. So he goes into this thing, and it's supposed to be like Jabba's palace, and it's like, like the at last, the time, the last day of Jabba's palace, right? Right. So like people are dressed up theme. as like Ula, and yeah. Like his server, right, is like dressed like his server Ula. is Ula is dressed up like Ula. There's like a Jabba. I think there must be slave Leia's or yeah. Like a I think slave you mentioned that. He mentions the sign on the door. Like what? One of the things that caught his eye was that it was like the Max Rebo band was playing yeah. um yeah it's like a it's a fully j- last day of jabba the or jabba's palace themed restaurant show restaurant bar. bar and you can like buy t-shirts and yeah it is like merchandise or like, like a, yeah so it's or like a like a planet hollywood or yeah, like a disney world like, restaurant yeah like a theme like a very heavily themed yeah. Restaurant. Themed with floor show. I think the floor show is what's bringing me to Medieval Times. Like, it's not it's yeah. not as focused on the floor show as Medieval Times. It's not as many people, but it's got... Right, but there's, like, entertainment that's Yeah, just very the, like, much theme. like like in old movies when people go to restaurants and there's, like, a show, a show. Yeah. in the <laughs> middle of the restaurant. I can only think of I accuse my parents now. <laughs> I, there's like a bunch of them though. There's like I know it's I accuse my parents. There's um Ball of Fire. I think it's Barbara Stanwyck is in the, the oh, yeah. show restaurant. The yeah. second Thin Man movie. There's they a go very to one like yeah like classic like 50s 60s movies where you go to a restaurant and there's just like a woman who's like a mediocre singer just like in the sings. middle of the room. <laughs> there's there's a stage in the restaurant. I guess like that's the important thing here. Like, it's, but it's there not is really a like a nightclub, right? It's like not quite a nightclub. Is it? Is it for children? Like that's a question that I have. Is it family friendly? Do I don't kids- think so. But it's this also like- not like they talk about this and how this get made too. I think in the Tango and Cash episode, it's where a Tango it's, and Cash. Yeah, it's just like a woman dancing, but she's like it's not. Like a- 
place where you go when you want to see dancing. <laughs> How did this dancing. get made? Like, no one's taking any clothes off. It's not like... It's no, just, it's not erotic. It's not erotic. It's just, it's like, just dancing. dancing. They even, there's like a reference to it in um, the movie uh, Down With Love, which is sort of like a loving oh, homage right, yeah. slash riff those, on yeah. those kind of 60s movies where the characters go to a restaurant bar and there right, are like, like dancing dancing there's and like the people going there don't dance right there's no there's just like a dancing show dancing, yeah but yeah and not like it's just like entertainment that comes out every hour yeah. and just like does okay here we go um i found the passage okay so <laughs> making his way to the outgate luke turned a corner and was taken aback by a brilliantly lit exterior of a club bar okay bar Okay. So this is for adults called Jabba's Throne Room. Performing nightly, the original Max Rebo band, said the scroll, visit Jabba's guest quarters with a pleasure slave. This is a brothel. No, yeah, that's that means that's a an escort. I did not realize before this is a bar slash brothel. Brothel. Yeah. Themed brothel. I feel like <laughs> that's going a little overboard. Like I feel like you don't need to theme your brothel that heavily. <laughs> You're going the extra mile, you don't need to go. <laughs> like, I know I haven't been to a strip club, but I know the strip clubs might have like like themed the music for the night. Like it's it's eighties music night yeah, at the strip club sure. or something like that. But I think the theme is still women take their clothes off. Clothes like off. I think <laughs> that we the don't main need theme. to get <laughs> too in depth with this. You don't need to like, add that with anything. <laughs> is the pleasure slave gonna have to stay in character throughout the whole oh, no. encounter? <laughs> This is terrible. Um, face the mighty rancor in the pit of death. That makes it sound to me like it's the... Uh, like a big puppet. <laughs> I feel like it's like that, um, you know, the the thing in in London that's uh, where they do like the fakey, like grim tours. Oh, like the Jack the Ripper? Yeah, there's like tours. a Jack the Ripper. And like they have like a little boat ride where you get like fake executed or whatever. Oh the yeah, beginning. yeah. It's like a specific, like one attraction where they do like the execution, the Jack the Ripper tour, and the Great Fire of London. Um, I went to it yeah. when I was a kid, but anyway, it's like that, right? Like it's like a yeah. little animatronic, like you ride on a little animatronic thing through like a fair haunted house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Driven by an outraged curiosity, Luke joined the line because there's one. Yeah, he is online. <laughs> it's like he is at Disney World. He is yeah. nonstop. It's an hour wait. He's going to wait. He's going to wait. And paid the membership charge without haggling. The membership charge? He's a member. He's of a member. <laughs> he, Luke Skywalker, Jedi Master. Slash. Themed, themed brothel he, membership card. He holds an annual pass. He has a membership. I wonder how much a membership to I would assume, a heavily themed brothel costs. I would assume a lot. Like, that's a yeah. pretty penny, I would think. Yeah, I mean, like, he paid for that. Um, he didn't even argue. He wasn't even like, can I just get a day pass? <laughs> no, he was like, I'm He's like, member. you know what? I'm putting it down. <laughs> I'm going to be back. <laughs> yeah. I will not forget this. You know what? If you come three times, it pays for itself. So, right. like, it's yes, it's like that. Fun. It's like that. Also, like, he wants the card. Like, he wants. Yeah, he's got a the card membership. For this. He's got the membership. It's laminated. 
<laughs> he is ready. Um, inside, he descended a curving flight of stairs into a remarkably faithful copy of the throne room in Jabba's Desert Palace on Tatooine. Some of the dimensions had been stretched to accommodate more tables in front of the bandstand and around the Rancor Pit, as if there had been tables there originally, but okay. Yeah, right. Um, and also, like, it was a pretty big space. Like, I think you could have yeah, had a restaurant the, there. It's fine. But the architecture and the atmosphere were authentic. Authentic? <laughs> like, I don't what does that mean correct. in this I think Luke. I think Luke's gone insane. <laughs> well, authentic? he's thinking of himself by his alias. So that's so he like thing. he had this whole event happen to him in real life, where yes. he went to Jabba's palace, he fought the Rancor, he they all almost died. It was a traumatic event, and now he goes. To a themed restaurant slash bar slash brothel on some yeah. random planet. Jabba's yeah, palace no. has been gone for forever. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, like you know it. what? Great job. It's you like, all it's nailed like I it. stepped back in time. time. And this I'm happy about it. Can Jabba's I shake everyone's hand? Jabba's palace. Just with tables. Also. Right. <laughs> I have questions. It's a restaurant. Like. I have questions about these tables. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I just, I just wonder. That's like, <laughs> I have questions about a lot of things, but like structurally and design, what do these tables look like? Oh, like you just like diner chrome. <laughs> I just feel like your normal restaurant table would not fit the aesthetic of Java's palace. No. I bet, okay, this is like, like, you can't have a tablecloth, like, you can't have, like, a table with a no, tablecloth. No, certainly not. I think but it lights, still needs to be easy to wipe down. I think the lights are real dim. Like, I think <laughs> the lights down. Yeah. Real low. I think around the edges, you have some nice booths, right? Okay. <laughs> but, like, a vinyl, like, vinyl booth? Yeah, vinyl, but, like, you know, like, a brown... Wait, like the color of the walls, right? So it's kind of all, all like blend. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think you have some like smaller tables that you can like push together if you have a big party coming in for like some kind of birthday or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> they probably get some bachelor parties. Like. I'm sure they get bachelor parties. You know, maybe they get kids. Maybe you know they just keep the. I feel like this brothel is not a place for children. <laughs> Who would want to go to this, though? Although, there is a really good documentary about a 70s sex club in New York that was called Plato's Retreat. And I don't know what the name is. Oh, American Swing is a documentary. Oh, and, yeah, at one yeah. point, and at one point in it, they talk about the fact that, like, they would sometimes have, like, kids day at the club where they would, like, <laughs> <laughs> clean everything up and, like, open it during the day so children could play in the pool and stuff. Yeah. And it's just, well, that like... like fun. <laughs> horrifying um, yeah so, so maybe like, sometimes they do kids day at Jabba's Palace kids days, yeah. Uh, yeah maybe it looks like I'll, I'll bring the nieces 
the niece and nephews. <laughs> I just feel like any, day. I just feel like any kind of table and chair in the middle of the room, because that's what they say. Like there's tables and chairs in around the, the, the bandstand and around the rancor pit, and I just feel like they would be really disruptive. I but mean, he said it's so authentic about tables and chairs. Period. Is that in the Star Wars universe? Like. You don't have tables and chairs. Like, there are almost never tables and chairs. You're sitting at a chair, like, at a console or something. Yeah. Like, you're not, like, ever out at it. Like, even at the Mos Eisley Cantina, it's, like, all bar and, like, booths, right? It's not like a table and chairs. I could see there being, like, maybe it would work if instead <laughs> of regular chairs, it was more of, like, a stool. Deep dive into these. <laughs> like, <laughs> decor of this <laughs> Like stools. Like, I think it could work better with stools than with chairs. Oh, like bar, like a bar table? Like a, like bar tables and like stools. Okay. I think that would work. That would work better. Okay. I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, why? It's just like the Palace Museum, Lee Stone said to the tall and elegantly dressed Twi'lek, barring the way at the bottom of the stairs. Um, least on is Luke, who is insane and referring to himself as an alias. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid my master Jabba is away on business, said the Bib Fortuna lookalike, nodding toward the empty dais. But I'm having a little party in his absence, and I hope you'll enjoy yourself. So we're setting the scene. We've got a guy at the front, like, setting the scene. The Jabba animatronic is broken. We had to take him to the back. (laughs) We would not say that. That would break. I imagine he's they say in wrestling. Mid 90s. Chuck E. Cheese level, yeah, animatronic, yeah, exactly, like Country Bear Jamboree level. <laughs> that is where we are. Yeah. Um, his head tails stirred in signal, and one of the scantily clad dancing girls hurried toward him. Yes, Lord Fortuna, the server said. Ula, this is a friend of mine," said the major domo. "Treat him well. Find him a seat at my best table." The same fiction was carried through everywhere else. A keyboard leading a jizz whaler trio, trio on a, the bandstand, the roaring of the rancor underfoot, which is definitely like a Disney effect. Yes, right, right <laughs> like sound immersion stuff, yeah. An annoying Kowakian monkey lizard skittering around the room, stealing food and cackling we- rudely. Even a carbon frozen Han Solo hanging in a, the display alcove. But a busy kitchen was concealed down the corridor to the servants' quarters, and the price card Ula left for him included various services available upstairs in the guest quarters and downstairs in Jabba's dungeon. Oh boy. No. It, it was tasteless and exploitative, but the music was surprising, like, surprisingly worst. So he, he goes into this. He's like thinking, place. like, oh, this is exploitive and it's like terrible, but like, I'm having a great time. <laughs> But, like, he goes into this place, which was, like, arguably should have been one of the most, like, insane and traumatic days Time, of yeah. his life. life. Like, a woman was eaten alive. Right. Um. You know, there were many casualties. He saw his best, like, he, this was after one of his closest friends in the world was imprisoned in, like, a hibernation freezer hell. Yeah. His sister was kidnapped, kidnapped and, and, and enslaved. humiliated yeah. sexually and enslaved. Yeah. They barely escaped with their lives. And that is stuff is, like, everywhere, right? Han and is he's on the wall. A great <laughs> and he's just time. Like, this music is great. You guys. Nailed it. Nailed it. Who do I talk to to say, like, this is spot on? 
<laughs> the music was surprisingly agreeable. The roast nerf was tantalizing. Tantalizing. There is not good food in a brothel. What is wrong with Luke? <laughs> I don't... I mean, I do think that there's a part of this that's a brothel, but I think the main part of they it... They left the card on his table to be like, here's how much it costs to go upstairs and have sex. It or go downstairs. The, the membership? I guess <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, there's like a door fee, but also like, if you want to go upstairs and have sex, then this is how much it costs. Yeah. If you want to go downstairs and have kinky sex, but this is how much right. that costs. <laughs> that, like, like, it's like way too much effort. <laughs> <laughs> the clientele were markedly more subdued than their counterparts out on the walks. So like the cool crowd, this is a cool crowd in here. Yeah. Like, the people like you- I'm, I'm with my people. Like I belong here. This is so cool. The people who chose this space, like this, is a fun group of people to be with. Yeah, they're they're um, there to have a good time. Yeah, least on ordered a drink, and the executioner's cut of nerf refused all other offers with a polite smile, and settled in to discover the truth quotient of the secrets of the Jedi. I'm gonna sit here in yeah. this space and read a book. Yeah, that is Luke Skywalker. He's like, I can finally relax. Right, this is great. <laughs> I can read my book. I can read my book. I'm surrounded by wonderful memories of a great time. Yeah, in my life. <laughs> these were. These are good. These are good times. And I was just. So. Yeah. Shortly. So what finally is enough to drive Luke away? You ask. Yeah. A holographic Jabba made an appearance on the dais above the main floor. That signaled the start of an elaborately scripted show that promised to involve not only Bib Fortuna and the dancers, but additional actors and the audience as well. And Luke is Mm. just like audience participation. No way. You've lost me. Yeah. <laughs> leave, leave it to the professionals, guys. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> you are not coming out here and asking me to come up on stage. And no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. So. Yeah, that's, that's what drives him away. <laughs> that's that's that part of the story. That is bananas. And if the whole book was describing <laughs> this <laughs> business which obviously it should be. There are questions on it. I have 10,000 more questions about yeah. this. Like, is it a franchise? Can you go to other planets? Oh my gosh. Maybe that's why he got that membership because he's like, there's one on Coruscant. I'll bring on. <laughs> are there other like major moments in Luke's traumatic history that yeah, franchise this franchise- way? <laughs> well, Did- that was the other thing that stuck out to me in that chapter was at one point forget what he's thinking thinking about something on top he thinks about tatooine all the time which is like yeah um but he's thinking about uncle owen and aunt Beru and how their home is now like historical monument yeah like if it's you like go where luke was was raised was raised which i was also like there's just a lot of like reimagining of tatooine <laughs> places that's so strange (laughs) it's really strange also speaking of strange things that happen in and around luke's story because nothing i feel like this is where the most really weird stuff happens right it's just like him wandering around there's one point where the chick who he's been traveling with 
says like, oh, well, you're a Jedi, so you're probably, presumably, like, you can sleep with whoever you want to. You could have a thousand children by now. Oh, yeah, that's there. <laughs> and, and he's just like, oh, I don't know how, I don't, I don't know how to be a father to one child, much less a thousand. And she says, you won't need to know. Their mothers w- wouldn't expect it. They would be grateful enough for the gift. And Luke never was like, oh no, I haven't been having unprotected sex all across the galaxy. (laughs) He's just like, I'm not ready to be a dad. Dad, And she's just like, that's not really what we're talking about right now. Right. Um, (laughs) What a weird conversation. So that was pretty weird. Yeah. And again, she says, I heard many jokes about how the Emperor spent his evenings. I don't know why the Star Wars Expanded Universe is so obsessed with the Emperor getting laid, but I don't like it. (laughs) No, they are convinced that he, every night. I don't believe he's a sexual being. No. Like, I refuse. Um, Yeah. Yeah, they really want you to... They They also really lean into this character having like a difficult background in this book in a way that felt like a really sudden yeah. kind of escalation that I wasn't yeah. expecting. No, because you didn't really get that sense in the begin- in the first book. Yeah, I don't really know what to make of her. Like, What's her name? An- Akana? Akana. Do you have an Akana do you have an Akana take? Like No, she's pretty bland, I think. Like, is she supposed to be a love interest for Luke at this point? At one point, he, like, holds her. Yeah. Is there a thing? I I think maybe we're supposed to think that there could be a thing. At one point, he says something about, like, keeping the bed warm, which was weird. Because he's a weirdo. He's just, Um, I mean, he's a weirdo. I, I, for her sake, I hope not. (laughs) Because we know what happens to every woman he falls in love with. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't they either run out. away as far as they can, <laughs> or they end up dead. <laughs> yeah. It's like a thing. I know you don't watch Supernatural, yeah. but there's like a thing in Supernatural. I don't, there's like, there's even an abbreviation for it, but it's like, sleep with Sam Winchester and die, because it's yeah. like this one character is like, everybody he sleeps with, something <laughs> terrible happens, happens to them, yeah. to the yeah. point that other characters start telling him it's like irresponsible for him to enter into yeah. romantic <laughs> relationships, because yeah, terrible things. Yeah. It's just like, terrible things are going to befall you. At one point when she is telling him, like, I'm going to go out by myself, she has gives this, like, monologue that's, suppo- I guess, supposed to be very empowering, but it just feels so, like, random. Um, and she's like, do you still think I need your protection? She asked. I've been living around this kind of petty evil for most of my life. I know them. Street bangers, body slavers, drug dealers, turf warriors, blackmailers, and the cold eyes who just enjoy making someone scream. I got caught a few times and hurt a few times, but I learned. I got stronger. I got smarter. And I became my own protector. Um, just like, what yeah. is this? <laughs> I wanted, like... I wanted, like, Jonathan Van Ness to run in from off page and be yeah. like, yes, queen, we are a Kelly Clarkson song. Because, yeah. like, that is what it felt it's like. Like, like, I wanted someone to acknowledge this moment. Yeah. Because um, Luke's just like, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Luke doesn't care about anybody or anything except the throne room. No. Yes, that's <laughs> brothel. He bought a membership. surely surely you could just go there and have a meal you would think 
Apparently, the food but at this what brothel the, is what are the fabulous. Perks? What are the perks of the membership? You probably get a discount on merch. Yeah, probably like, like a discount on food and drinks. Like, I'm going to say 10% off on yeah, merch. Yeah, I think 10% sounds about right on everything. And then, you know, probably like a free drink on your birthday. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> and, okay. Probably yeah, like and, maybe. And obviously you're not paying the door cover every time you come. Like that's right. the main thing. That, I guess that's the main thing. Maybe you and get maybe, like a special table. Like there's a special like members section. Yeah, you get a better table, or you get like the fast pass version. Like you get you get preferential seating. Right. Yeah. You get seated faster, or um, you know, we get to participate in the show more. More. <laughs> 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 it's not that appealing. No. Um, yeah. I don't I mean, know. Maybe you get like emails with like coupons. Yeah, you get some coupon emails yeah. or, you know, you get a discount rate on, you know, using props yeah. in the dungeon. <laughs> I mean, they'll, they'll email you like once a week, but it's not like over. It's not, like, no, well, they don't want to get rotated. You don't want to get taken off the, right, the list. Right. Yeah. Plus, like, there's probably some extra rules about how often brothels are allowed to email, email you. <laughs> Again. A weird place, the yeah. Star Wars expanded universe. <laughs> yeah, it's just like bizarre. What? Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe it's not that bizarre because, like, Dex's diner is like a fifties diner. Yeah, but I mean, it's not theme, but like delightful. Kinds, it is delightful. <laughs> Love Dex. Okay. Also, I'm trying to think of like. An equivalent, like what would be a real world equivalent to this space existing? Because I have to say, it's also got to be like outrageous, right? Like Jabba's hasn't been dead that, that long. long, right? Like plenty of his victims' families are still alive. Yes, and 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 like they're presumably this is like no, they're not getting a cut of this. No. No, it's this crazy. A restaurant profiting on just like murder and criminality. Like I know that we have themed like gangster themed things, you know, like an Al Capone restaurant right, or this or right. that, but like that's all much further in the past. Yeah, and it's not well, I don't I maybe there are examples of this, but to me that's more of like a general like, that theme is much more, like, generalized. Like, it's not super yeah. specific to, like, an event. probably wouldn't have, like, a St. Valentine's Day Massacre-themed restaurant. I don't think so. People would probably find that tasteless, right? Would, that would, would be... I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I would think that that would not fly even now. Yeah. Um, and it's been a very long time since the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Um, yeah, I... It's... I mean, it, the, the, the thing is, is that... This would be like having an El Chapo restaurant. Like, like, an El Chapo brothel. Um, I guess it's other, Westworld. Like, contemporary crime people. Um, is it like Westworld, kind of, Westworld without the set, robots? Westworld is set so much further in the past, you know? I'm thinking, like, this would be like... Like a more recent, yeah. Like, but also, I feel like... I think what needed to happen, it was never going to happen. This book was never going to do this. But, no. like, 
if you sort of set the scene that like this world, this planet is like particularly obsessed with the sort of like, sure. you know, the heroes of the Republic or of the rebellion culture, right? Like if, if there was sort of a, a back, like even a little bit of a background set to like, because the thing is, is that we get that idea in like drips, right? That right. these are heroes that people recognize that have sort of seeped into the culture of this entire galaxy. That and also like that the current system is a failure, like a failure, right? Like that the rebellion right. was great and heroic, right? And, and that this the is current like right, bureaucracy right. is like tarnishing its image, right? So there's the whole thing about like, well, we're not it, Lando's a hero of the rebellion, but it's not the rebellion anymore. Like we're not going to go after him, right? And Luke is in this sort of like tawdry space trying to recreate these moments and leia talks a couple of times about what things were like how people were willing to take risks during the rebellion that they're not now and akbar adopts this guy who wants to become a pilot and he's like you know when we were the rebellion all you needed to do was volunteer and you could be a pilot now you right, didn't have yeah, to go to like, pilot school or any of this BS. Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe you should still pilot school. Like, <laughs> I think pilot school sounds like a really good idea, Akbar. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. But like that's definitely a recurring theme throughout the book of just like how yeah. bureaucracy sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And just like the way that Luke – and this just might be terrible storytelling. I don't know. But like the way that Luke's like not that surprised, right? That like – yeah. It makes me think that these things exist all over the place. Like, maybe not exactly this, but but there are – that this is not out of the ordinary to see. Yeah, but that seems, like, crazy to me. Like it, it, how, is cra- it, is, it is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, we talked about it being weird that the kids were playing a like attack on the death star video game yeah, in one of the right. young jedi knights books yeah. and that was much further removed moved from this yeah in time and this is much more much more adjacent but like so many people died right like yeah. we read tales from jabba's yeah, palace like, died. <laughs> it was just misery and mayhem and murder and yeah. dreams dash and like Oh, it was. I mean, that's a really good book, but yeah, uh, right. right. But they like, did not this, read Tales from <laughs> No, but it's just like yet. Da, 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 da. I mean, but the just, thing uh, is, too, is that like, shouldn't people be offended? They I want to know who to write a letter to. They should be offended. And the thing is, is that like, if Luke walked in there and it was super tacky and like, you know really cheesy and like yeah. ridiculous that i could sort of see that that would work better that would work luke is the so fact that into luke it. walks in and is like this is amazing you guys <laughs> really did a great job that is what's throwing me off is that like that- it's not cheese it doesn't sound like it's that cheesy or that over the top that these people are genuinely trying to re- recreate jabba's throne room who opened this restaurant if it was like a comedy you know like you walk in and it's like poking fun at jabba and everything like that i could sort of see but it's like just a faithful recreation right whose restaurant is this that is what if i was luke i would walk in and be like can i please speak 
to your manager. Like, how do they know? Is some was someone from Jabba's palace there, the proprietor yeah. of this establishment? I mean, I assume that no one, like once once Jabba and everyone were out, like no one's going back in there. No, the Bomar monks will take your brain. Yeah, they will. <laughs> I wonder if they have Bomar monks at the restaurant. Oh wow, <laughs> maybe maybe like a, a rogue Bomar monk opened yeah, the like restaurant. A spider brain, just like walking it's around. Just like a spider brain in a jar with a little speaker on the front. Yeah, you like press the like, button <laughs> and like a business plan. <laughs> carrying like a proposal into a bank with one of his little spider claws being yeah. like this is my this is my 10 year business plan yeah. um, I know I don't have a lot for collateral but I think that you can see that this is like a really good great. this is great yeah. really good plan and we're gonna make money yeah. maybe like the frog dog and his uh, bone oh, yeah, buddy the frog dog. oh those are <laughs> such good stories Opened this restaurant. Yeah. And they, like, you know, they bought the fran- like franchising rights. and Yeah, this is, again, a thing of, like, the Star Wars characters having all seen the Star Wars movies. But it doesn't make sense that it would just be common knowledge, like, what things were like that last day in Jabba's palace. No. that's Yeah, that's the other thing, right, that we complained about with, um, was it Tales from Moss Eisley? That, like, everyone yeah. knew... That, like, the exact day and hour and second that, like, Han and Luke met up. Yeah, that people, like, later would be like, I was in the kitchen. Yeah, like, like, how did you know that? that? Yeah, and, like, maybe down the road it would become, like, you know, you could read it. I mean, like, a guy got his arm cut off. I guess that's a good sort of um, marker for the day. But, like, also, I feel like on every planet there's probably a different system of time. Like... Yeah, they even mentioned that in this book, like, how long is a day here? Right, right. Like, like so I, it doesn't, like, you can know that Luke and Han met at the Masai Cantina at some point and probably have a general idea of whenabouts that was, but, like. Yeah, like, how are you going to, like, their whole thing was that they were inconspicuous. Like, no one was paying a lot of attention to them. Right. Like, it's not that so, yeah. important. Yeah, and, like, the Jabba's Palace thing, like, I could see that maybe becoming, like, mythologized. Like, sure. But no, that doesn't that mean that you would be know. very interested in, like, a major crime kingpin, like, everything just evaporated one day. Right. Like, but People like, would love that story, but. Right. But in terms of, like, knowing exactly what the interior of Jabba's throne room. Or yeah. even who was there. Like, how would you know? How would anyone know Ula's name? Like, Max Rebo's band wasn't even supposed to be playing then. Yeah. No, barely anyone in Jabba's palace knew Ula's name. Was supposed to be there, right. Like, they're, you know, it just doesn't make any sense that that would be, like, well-documented. Because yeah. it wouldn't be. There's no, no reason for it. The Bomar monks aren't getting that footage out there. Like, no. There's no, cameras. Cameras. <laughs> there's no cameras in Jabba's palace. Certainly not. Like, that's crazy. That's bananas. Yeah, I, I bet there are cameras at the restaurant, though. Oh, for sure. Or else yeah. people would be trying to steal the merch all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, Luke definitely bought a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, like, I know he didn't say that, but he nobody did. go, nobody loves a themed restaurant that yeah. much and doesn't buy a t-shirt. <laughs> Just ask my safe house t-shirt. <laughs> I need another one. Oh, my God. Um, no, it's so good. Let's see, it's hard to talk about anything else. Yeah, I don't have anything that. else to say. <laughs> <laughs> that was my big... 
Oh, I guess it's not even worth talking about. Like, that's, that's the thing. Like, in Leia's section, things would jump out at me as being sort of, like, off. But they're not – they're just, like, frustrating or weird. So, like, yeah. Leia's catching all this crap about being from Alderaan. And they're like, Alderaan's not even really a planet anymore. It blew up. You shouldn't even get to be in the New Republic. Um, yeah. I'm like, yeah, very strange. That's not interesting. No. That's just someone being rude. Yeah. And then later a guy comes to Leia and is like, your public image is really suffering. Like, we should do some PR work. Like, get you out there. Like, get your side of the story and blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, like, what do you want me to do? Open grocery stores, endorse a line of Leia dolls. I'm busy doing real things. And he's like, no, I just want you to actually, like, accurately communicate to people right. what's going on in the world. And she's like, I hate you and I'm better than that. <laughs> yeah. And then Han is like, you probably should do it. You probably should get into image management because everyone in the galaxy hates, right, hates you. you yeah. And so then later she like goes to some meeting wearing a tiara because her new PR guy told her to do that. And I was like, but why does that help? It doesn't probably. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole thing is people are thinking that you're inappropriately exercising your power and right, like and are a monarchist and walking. stuff. <laughs> yeah, <And> <laughs> wear a tiara? Like what's the advantage of this? Yeah. And like there's one guy who think who's gonna betray the New Republic because he thinks Leia's, you know, a dick about becoming dictator. But the thing is like we know she's not. Right. We know he's wrong. And I just, you know, I get very frustrated in novels and movies. I feel like it comes up more in movies, honestly, where a character is just like very stubbornly wrong for no reason that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Right? Someone's just made up their mind about something, and even though they're wrong, their incorrectness is still going to be, like, a major plot right. driver. Like, I find that pretty dull. Yeah. Or tedious, or something. Yeah. I mean, all of Leia's story was tedious. Yeah, it's just really tedious. Like, we get it. Bureaucracy is hard. But I don't think that the solution to that is to punish the reader for the existence of bureaucracy. Right. Like, I'm going to create a really frustrating government system and then just leave you to seethe in it for a while. Right. Right. It's just, this is not, it's just not interesting. No, it's not. It's not interesting. Yeah. And I don't understand where anything is going. Like, I do get, I at least get what's going on in Leia's plotline. I'm not interested in it. I right. get it. I kind of get what's going on in Luke's plot line. I don't understand why it matters or if it's right. going to be relevant to anything. And I have no idea what's happening with Lando. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Lando's just in some Doctor Who yeah. slash Lovecraft kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the third book. I was just trying to look that up. Yeah. Has in store for us. So, let's see. This is. The, I actually have the third book. That's oh, I think it's Tyrant's Test. Yes, Tyrant's Test. I like randomly. I just randomly buy Star Wars books that I think we might read when yeah. I'm at the used bookstore. So my copy of Tyrant's Test. So is it purple? Yeah, it's oh. very lovely. Let's see, it has a nice cover. Yeah. So, oh, we get Chewbacca. Oh, Chewbacca's back. So, getting an alarming image of Han as a battered hostage, Chewbacca takes on an urgent mission. 
Meanwhile, Leia calls upon the Senate to take a stand and eliminate the threat, even at the cost of Han's life. As a former Imperial governor takes his battle to the runaway Quella spaceship, Luke's continuing search for his mother brings him dangerously close to Nilspar's deadly forces. As the Yavitha close in on the forces of the New Republic, Luke takes a desperate gamble with an invisible weapon. I just feel like this could be the first book. Like yes, I don't see we don't need, we definitely why I had to sit through books. the last two books to get me to this book. Yeah, like no. we could just start here. That we could just so start sure. with, you know, a diplomatic crisis and Luke's off doing some stuff and all yeah. this other stuff, right? Like, we don't have to go from everything is totally placid, nothing is happening. Right, slowly creeping up the, <laughs> <laughs> the escalation. Remember when Luke announced his retirement to screen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do. That. that has nothing to do with anything that's it has happened. With anything, yeah. He's not going to stay retired. No. He's going to have to take that Jedi Academy back from Streen. (laughs) He should stay. I mean, Streen shouldn't be the one to take over, but he should stay retired. Yeah. Oh, the next book also has a character list at the beginning. Yeah, I don't think we mentioned that. that The first book did not, but this book opens with, what do they call it? It's something like like Dramatis Personae. Yeah, like a list of characters, which is so not helpful. No, I've seen that in fiction before, but I think when I've seen it was when I would read like historical fiction in the days before Google, right? So if you've got a, right. a big old novel set in the court of Henry VIII, they'll have a list yeah. of who the people are and like what their jobs are, like who they're married to. But this, right. this does not help. Should not be should not be needed. No, and there's also, also like, not enough information to make it worth. These names have just been like I have been tortured by senator names. Yeah. Senator I don't, names. I just gloss over them. I, no, I cannot even try. Like, the names of senators are a total nightmare to me. With the 5th Battle Group of the New Republic Defense Fleet in Farlek Sector. I don't know anything about that. Oh, these books say frack like they're Battlestar Galactica. Like, that's just a thing yeah, that I goes know. across all science fiction. Yeah, you can't do that. That's not what this is. That's Battlestar Galactica's thing. <laughs> that is true. Oh, at least these are also fe- now that I've said that, this feels more like Battlestar Galactica kind of like writing in conversations to me than Star Wars. And Kinda. I say that as someone who does not like Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, I, I do like Battlestar Galactica. Well, I like the the uh, reimagined Battlestar Galactica, and that's. It's, it's way smarter than that. <laughs> I mean, but that's like, am I sentient kind of thing? Yeah, like, yeah. But like, unlike, the, like, that is a theme that runs throughout all of Battlestar Galactica. It's not just like a weird conversation <laughs> that the two characters have. Like, the whole series is based on, like, that question. <laughs> yeah, it's a... I don't think that this author has written other Star Wars. No, I yeah, things. he. I don't know. It's a real. It's a real test. Yeah, and I mean, I guess we'll finish. Yeah, we gotta finish. I've got we're this not quitters. Book. Yeah. No, like we're not gonna. We're not gonna get get beat that easily. No, but. But I also don't feel 
I don't feel happy about it. <laughs> no, no. And I think that when this is done, we should totally finish off uh, Young Jedi Young Knights. Young Jedi Knights, yeah. And then go into something else. I think we need a palate cleanser. We need to go back to where we started yeah, and be thankful roots. for how good we had it. Yeah, because we had a great. We had it great. Those books were so short. Yeah, they made because they were short. It's really short. A hundred pages, and the font was like huge. <laughs> Maybe pages. <laughs> they all made real clear sense. Yeah, I mean, they weren't always good, but like I understood. No, they didn't always have like plots or anything like that. No, but, I knew but like I happening. knew what was happening. Yeah, and I knew. Yeah, it's like, like a manageable cast of characters, right? Yeah, we're not jumping from a billion perspectives in this book. And also, we still have not gotten to the Young Jedi Knights book that was the first Star Wars book I ever read, and I am just waiting for which it. Which one is that? See, I don't know which one it is, but I know it starts with Tinelkaw scaling the Ziggurat at the Jedi Academy using only one arm for the first oh. time. Like, that was my first image of Star oh, Wars. Star Wars. Gotcha. was, like, one-armed warrior, Tinelka, scaling the building for oh, I fun. miss Tinelka. <laughs> I know! Well, we'll get a ton of her in, I think, New Jedi Order. I think she's a yeah. big... This has been, this has been a ride. This it has been, been a, a real... We've it's gone through some interesting, like, just randomly picking up books, which is the most accurate way to stick to the theme of the podcast, right? Yeah, that is how I did how it, how I yeah. read Star Wars books. Yeah, it's like there was a cover that I liked. And... Yeah, like, oh, let's try this out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is true. But I think we've hit some real duds. <laughs> it's, it's been bumpy. All right, so we will be back uh, Yeah, with the third. With Tyrant's Test. Book three yeah. of the Black Fleet Crisis. Yeah. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you would like more information, please check out our website, adolescenceafteralderon.wordpress.com, for show notes and info about upcoming episodes. We're also on Twitter, after underscore Alderon, or on Instagram, adolescenceafteralderon. And if you would like to touch base with us, ask questions, participate in the conversation, you can email us at adolescenceafteralderon at gmail.com. Thanks so much.